My name's Noah Lack, and your favorite athletes know a lot more about business than you think. Welcome to Athletes and Assets. Go to lunch in the Jewish community. I won't tell on the bros for the immunity. Can't beat them next they gonna ruin me. I'm the only one out that I'll do me. All right, I'm joined by Brevin Galloway, former Clemson basketball player, is preparing his pre-draft process. Absolute legend, the self-proclaimed king of NIL. Brevin, we got to skip the small talk, though. As of recently, you are a married man. What can you tell me about marriage that you've recently learned about? (laughs) That I've recently learned about? Uh, Make sure you wear your ring. Okay, that's important. Yep, yep, yep. I think that's probably probably the, the easiest thing to forget is the ring just because I haven't worn one my whole life. So I guess that's probably the thing she's 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 mentioned it a couple times. Uh but uh did yeah, you get so caught think, did you get caught slipping? Oh yeah, but it's, it's it'll be in the morning, like whenever I go walk the dogs, like I just won't put it on right away, like whenever I just step outside. Uh but other than that, no, I mean I think I think other than that, that's it. Though. Nothing really has changed, you know what I'm saying? We're still in love, still happy, you know, still love being positive, so uh, that's the only thing I've been forgetting probably is the ring just in the mornings. Right. And, and you guys married, you got married like days ago, right? So there's, it's pretty recent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty recent. Yep. Man, you have been killing it, uh, in college and, and with NIL and you have such a, an interesting perspective to talk about, man. You know, you went viral recently, uh, for problems in the family jewels area. Um, that has been yeah. well documented. So this morning I went to lift. I came back, I took a nap, I woke up from my nap, my balls and my nutsack were exploded. <laughs> now, I go to the doctor, I have surgery three hours later, my balls are reduced to the normal size. I don't know what happened to my balls. I guess they were trying to be like basketballs. But we made it. Go Tigers. Uh, how, I, can you reflect on that experience a little bit? How was that? Just, just all around your health and then the, the after effects of it? Uh, I mean, honestly, that was who I mean, that first two hours before I got to the emergency room was scary uh, because honestly, I didn't know what was going on. Like I felt a lot of pain in my low stomach. Uh, and then I was like, man, what the hell is this? Like, this doesn't this doesn't feel right at all. So then I called my trainer and then I was in a robe and then I had to just be butt naked in front of him and he had to go all do that. So we were just like, dang, what could it be? And then they took me to the emergency room ASAP. We get there, and at first they told me uh, they were going to be able to twist it back into place. So I was like, oh, that's going to be painful. Um, but yeah, then about 10, 15 minutes later, after the ultrasound, they got the results back. They were like, nah, we got to get you to emergency surgery or you'll lose it. So I was like, dang, it was that serious. And then uh, obviously I woke up. I was still medicated. Made a video, posted it, went viral. I didn't I know it was viral to the next day, really. Um, and then, you know, from then it kind of just was history. <laughs> And and that video, like like you said, it went viral. There were so many like positive reactions to it. Even though it's like a silly situation, I think everyone's like, "Oh, <laughs> like this is like." I feel like throughout my life, uh, I've been in bad situations where obviously it can be scary, but at the same time, like I've always tried to find a way to just be light about it, have fun with it. Because I mean, if you do it, then everybody else is gonna be like, oh, "It must not be that bad." And I mean, it was right. scary, but it, wasn't, it definitely could have been worse. But at the same time, I try to just. Try to just walk around and just just go through life like that. Yeah, glass half full. Um, right. When afterwards, like, do you think that springboarded this avalanche of nil deals that like came your way? I think I think with that video, you, people might have saw a personality, a part of you that they didn't know was there beforehand because mm-hmm. of mass media and it going viral. 
Did that springboard your, these opportunities that have been coming your way, do you think? I've, I definitely think it did just because obviously it put my name in rooms that, you know, it hasn't been mentioned in. And, you know, whenever you're mentioned in New York Times, Rolling Stone, TMZ, literally every single place in the world, like I have people from Australia interviewing me. I have people from Spain. Like it was crazy. So like I, my name was literally everywhere. So I guess obviously when you put that together with uh, the content that I make and then my personality, like it was a recipe for success. And then I guess that's what uh, allowed me to just go crazy with these NIL deals recently because it's been wild. Like my agent will text me once, twice a week and just be like, yo, we got X amount of deals. If you want to say yes or no, just let me know. And then we'll, be, we'll move forward. So it's, it's been good ever since then. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of college athletes are jealous of you. Um, one, because you're a good player, you've worked on your craft, you get the job done, you know, you played at Clemson, uh, very high level school, but also you figure it out. You figured it out in terms of making content to grow your brand. Can you talk about that process and like what kind of content you like to make for folks that maybe don't know you as well? Well, see, I've loved social media since I was a young kid. Like, it's so funny to say this, but like in middle school, I was posting crazy, reckless videos and I was getting suspended like from basketball games because I, I posted a video of us talking uh, smack to another team and posted it. So like I've been, <laughs> I've been known for like social media stunts and doing stuff like that. So it's always been fun for me, but I never really thought that I would get paid for it. So obviously I had to stop being childish with it. And I still kind of am to a certain extent just because that's my personality. But obviously I have to look at it from like a business oriented side now. And I mean, it's just been great. Obviously I'm still able to be myself and still be funny and playful and like still be have that little childish personality that I do. But also I have to make sure to send a message that the brands want and the companies want along with that. But I think that's been the best part about it is because like each brand and company that I've worked with, they've never asked me to switch up. They never asked me to change. Um, they know who I am and they know what they're getting into before. Like I make a video um, and I tell them that, too. Like I'm not switching up for nobody. Like if you don't like my content. I don't, I don't care what it is. Like I, I won't make it like it's as simple as that. Um, so, let's let's uh, more specifically your content. Are you making Instagram skits, uh, Snapchat? Like what what's your go to like structure? Yeah, uh, Instagram Reels and TikTok, um, those are probably like my easiest ones to make. And I make a lot of skits. Uh, recently with all my ads, I've been doing skits and stuff like that. Um, honestly, really haven't even had time to make other content just because I've had so many deals recently. So I've been filming uh, a lot of uh, NIL deals and stuff like that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, typically that's just, just what it is. So the big deals that you've gotten so far, can you talk about like what what's come your way and like, you know, the, how you felt when you got some of these like big time deals, man. I mean, what Dave and Buster's is one. Uh, what, what are some of the, the 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 more known ones? I need to I need to go look it up. I need to go look it up on yeah. my. Uh, <laughs> I got, I got most people. So so most guests have like one or two. Like most college athletes got one or two. You need to go on your phone to pull out how many deals. Oh my goodness. And this isn't updated. This is not updated. This was I made this probably like a month and a half ago. So, Monster, is that Crocs? I got Fortnite, Lays, Publix, Monster, Everyman Jack, EOS, Urban Outfitters, Bulletproof Coffee, Halo Top Ice Cream, Shop Gold, Shinesty Underwear, Crocs, Amazon, Insomnia, Pepsi, Mercedes. And I recently just got Dave & Buster's. Um, who else did I get? Recently, Dave & Buster's, and I, I can't remember who else I had it, but I got like over 25 right now. All twenty five got you on the on the dinner, the payroll. Yeah, in some way, except, except insomnia. Insomnia just free cookies and milk. 
that, that was the only one I didn't get paid for. But everybody else, yeah, everybody else paid uh, handsomely. So in that in that photo, did I see Crocs in there? Yeah, Crocs. Or was that there. you got an idea with Crocs? Yeah, I, that was last year. Whenever I was at Boston College, yeah. And wow. I actually, I actually, just, I actually just signed another deal with a partner with Crocs. I can't say the name, but they are partnered with Crocs, and I just signed a deal with them this afternoon. So I'll be making that content here soon as well. So with all of these these brands, um, your agent is your eight like that's a lot of like that's twenty two different like attention spans, right? Like how do you how do you and your agent administratively go through how to properly represent each brand? Because um, that's a lot. I mean, honestly, it's easy and it's really a straightforward process because the brands will reach out to me uh, and obviously they know what kind of content I make, but they just want me to obviously share their message through like the way that I do things typically. So they'll either be like, for example, like Monster Energy, they got a drink that they want to share. So that's what we're going to showcase. So they want me to just go to the store, take pictures with it, take videos with it, talk about the benefits, talk about the effects of it. And then obviously I'll make content that way and post it. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much how it is. They'll let me know what they want. It's not like a free for all type thing. They pretty much lead me into the direction that I go in, and then I kind of just add my own flavor and style to it. Um, what was that skit you just did about the, with the the peanuts when and with your team? You had the the cup on. Wh- wh- which one was that one? That was a really that was a really good one. Which one? The uh, the one I just posted today. Uh, I not probably not today. You you had a. We had a cup. I had a cup deal that I had to post today with Nutty Buddy. From okay. Andrew. Yes. <laughs> so that's the one I posted today with everybody uh, talking about. Obviously, you have to protect the boys, man. Got to protect the jewels. But uh, so yeah, so I had that one with Nutty Buddy recently, and then I had my um, my big deal with Shinesty, and that was the underwear. They sent me seventy pairs of underwear. I was still ain't opened all of them up. It's crazy. <laughs> man, um, can I give you my address after this? I need some extra undies. I got <laughs> hook a hook a, hook a brother up. <laughs> Yeah, one of my teammates before I left, I was like, hey, I ain't gonna use but like probably 40, 50 of these, man. So I could have some. Man, that's insane. So, you know, I hope you have the longest hoop career possible. And and I hope you hoop as long as you can. Uh and all your dreams get fulfilled. You know, at some point, even the greats, the the ball stops bouncing. Um, do you think this career, this this content you've made for yourself, um, is carving out a separate career in the same time, whether it's in like the entertainment actor uh, comedic space, um, because we see that people who have a big enough influence they end up they end up parlaying that into like an incredible content brand. How do you see that line up for you? Well, I was always taught growing up, um, just like throughout my basketball experience to like use basketball and never let it use you. So like, as long as I'm playing the game, I plan on doing that. And I love the game of basketball, but also I love what it's bringing me as well in terms of like everything on the side. Uh, so with that being said, obviously I love the life that I've been living in terms of playing basketball and being able to make content at a high level for these brands and companies. So I definitely, definitely want to keep doing it as long as I can for sure. And I think obviously content and hopefully the social media stuff will definitely outlast basketball. So I definitely want to keep making sure that I'm putting in effort and making sure that I'm staying consistent with my social media presence and, uh, you know, just doing what, doing the best that I can in that area, because I definitely think that'll like carry me along the way, especially throughout my career. If I play six, seven more years and I'm able to still do content during that time period, you're like, who knows what could happen in terms of after basketball, whenever I'm done, like I'll probably meet so many people, you know, build so many relationships and connections. Like, 
you know, who knows what could happen. I, I really would love to be in a movie. That would be awesome. I could but tell. Time, you got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand how hard and difficult that is. I, I wouldn't want to be like a crazy like role in there, but I would just like like five minutes, you know, where I could just show my face, maybe get like a little quote in. Yeah, a little FaceTime, get the smile, yeah. right? Yeah. That's all, that's all I would want. Off the air, we were talking about, um, I asked you, you know, since your college career is over, did the NIL wave subside? You're like, no, it actually picked up. Can you talk about what's happened with you in the past couple of weeks? Yeah, it's actually been crazy. So me and my agent were obviously not concerned, but like obviously throughout the season, we didn't get as much traction as we wanted until I had the viral incident. Um, and then once the viral incident happened, then everything kind of just took off because, like I said, my name was in places that it hasn't been. Um, so once the season ended, you know, obviously we had some deals lined up still. Um, but like it was crazy. Like the week after the season ended, like we obviously lost the first round in NIT. Two days later, he was just like, I got three big time companies that want to work with you. And I'm just like, what? Like the season over with, wow. we lost in NIT. Like we wasn't even in March Madness. I'm like, it's definitely more players they can get, like better guys that they can get out there to make it. But then he was just like, but nobody make the content like you do. So like no brands want to like no brands want to work with people that's just going to make like not what's the word half ass content pretty much. I ain't want to cuss, but right. No, <laughs> you, know, you, can cr- you can curse on this. Okay. But they ain't want nobody to just hold up the, the little, the, whatever the item and just be like, yeah, like shop here or whatever. Like they want right. somebody to like go into detail, make a nice video. Um, and so, yeah. So then I, I guess I was just chosen for that. And then, um, but yeah, I mean, it's been it's been wild though. But I think I'm getting more respected for my content instead of like my title now. Because obviously, as an ACC basketball player, you play for Clemson. Obviously, that Clemson Tiger Paw that that's an image like everybody in the world knows that image. But obviously, with that being over with, I'm starting to realize that people respect me and my content now. And I think that's probably been the biggest confidence booster because like I'm not playing right now. Like I haven't touched the ball or played in the game in a month and a half now. So yeah. like, with that being said. Like, obviously, I'm not on TV playing basketball no more. I'm making content and showing my face as, like, my personality. So that also has brought me so much life and, like, joy just because I'm like, dang, like, I could actually probably, like, keep doing this if I really wanted to. So that's also yeah. just been confidence. So I'm going to keep it 100 here. You have all these deals coming in after you're, you're playing your college basketball career. Um, most guys, history, like, in history, have been like, okay, during this – pre-draft process like this is how i'm going to put food on the table dude you're already putting food on the table does this like does this decrease your motivation to be to for your hoop your professional basketball career no actually it actually does nothing but like motivate me even more because i'm like shit if i'm living like this let me get better at this hoop and stuff and let me just make this times 10 so like it don't do nothing like i said like it doesn't like it does nothing but like build confidence in me as an individual and then like because like you gotta think about it. Like I'm hearing feedback from like Mercedes, like these big time companies, like talking about they loved working with me, they love my personality, they love what I bring to the table and what I stand for. So like whenever I hear that, along with everything else that's been happening, like especially me like battling adversity and stuff throughout my uh, career with injuries and the past two years. So like at this point, I'm just like, bro, I can do whatever I want to in my life, and I and I feel like I'm like strong enough mentally, and like I just I want it bad enough to where I feel like I can just like literally obtain any goal that I want to in my life, I feel like I can do it. So this basketball and content and stuff, I'm going to definitely push it as far as I can. But I feel like I can definitely end up being one of the best to ever do it whenever it comes yeah. to this all set. You're with Raymond Representation, right? That's your that's who you work with. That's my guy right there. Life changer. And life changer. Um, man, that's dope. And 
they they help a bunch of players, but that's but these days college athletes, it's basically your your NIL agent, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got a whole roster full of guys. Like in terms, because obviously I'm one of the few like Hooper influencers that he has, but like his roster is absolutely full. Like I'm definitely probably on the low end of his roster in terms of money made and like just and the cloud in general, just because he's got TikTok influencers with millions of followers. Like the work he's done, the team that he's put together is crazy. Like I'm so happy to yeah. be part of it. And like the last two years, like what we've been able to do and accomplish has been wild because like, and I, and I'm doing my deals. And then you got guys like Clifford and AJ green that are on YouTube yeah. with a whole bunch of subscribers yeah. getting paid time money. So I'm just like, man, I'm next up. I'm next in line. So that's, that's just what I'm working for at this point. Clearly, the athlete influencer mold is is on the come up, and we're seeing this, you know, being exacerbated with with NIL. So, shout out to you, man! Keep doing what you're doing. Um, but Brevin, we need to talk animals right now. We we need to switch real quick to animals. Um, you, yeah, let's talk animals, man. You've been affiliated with Healing Species Animal Shelter in South Carolina, man. Um, you know, can you talk about your your love for animals and how you're helping them or have helped them? Yes, I mean I've I've been loving animals since I was a kid, man. I've always loved to have pets around and just be, you know, the the energy the animals bring is just so pure and genuine. Like it is, man. Man's best friend. I, I, I remember whenever the day I tore my ACL, tore my ACL, I was obviously upset, like angry at the world. You just come home. I got two dogs. They don't even they don't know what happened. They just love me. They just happy to see me. So like whenever you do that, and whenever you think about it from that perspective, they just they just light up my world. So with the whole animal shelter and the whole animal rescue spot in uh, Orangeburg, South Carolina, named Healing Species, um, I'm partnering with them pretty much just sharing their message, uh, trying to spread awareness about it. And obviously they want to teach. So the whole thing behind Healing Species is they teach about compassion and nonviolence through the animal, through the stories of abused animals in the past. Wow. They'll take abused animals, obviously rescue them, give them a life, and then they'll take them into schools and then they'll teach kids, tell them their story about how they were abused, abandoned, mistreated, and then show them, obviously, how you can bounce back from that by still being a good person, being having a good heart. Because obviously dogs are mistreated and abused all the time. But obviously, whenever you take that in perspective and then think about how they can bounce back from it, obviously, that's a message that we kind of want to share the kids. And I think that Healing Species does a great job of doing that. And uh, I actually got to go up there and uh, see them again in this month. So I'm excited to go up there and uh, see everybody again. That's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, you're learning life lessons, learning through what animals have been through. I thought it was a very, very intriguing way of doing it, just because, like, as a because they go, they typically go in through elementary schools and middle schools. So, like, as a elementary school kid, if like, of you know, I wish I had that experience probably as a young fourth, fifth grader, um, like starting to grow up a little bit uh, in terms of like moving on to the next chapter in life. Just kind of realizing that like dang like that, that actually is true because you got to think about it, it's a lot of kids that go through bullying a lot of kids that are getting harassed and stuff like that and they can flip and then become evil um and i've obviously experienced some of that as well so um my biggest thing was just like i love how they how they wanted to spread their message and pretty much just teach compassion and nonviolence because this world is evil that we live in nowadays and all, all i feel like all it is is just evil and negativity so the way they're handling their business and going about it is beautiful and uh, i'm happy to be a part of it and man, it's great to hear, and and uh, really glad you're, you're doing that. I also like the message of, and and maybe this isn't healing species like number one mo, but to to adopt um, a, a rescue dog versus going through a, through a breeder. I'm a big advocate of that. I think there's a lot of animals that deserve second chances, and there's nothing wrong with a breeder, but you know there's a lot of great 
dogs, cats, and et cetera, that have been left on the street and need another home. So th- this is now my platform to say that, like, I think, you know, people sh- could, should really consider adoption versus uh, the expensive route. No, definitely, because that's what we did. Obviously, before before we lived the lifestyle we live now, obviously, we had two big pit. We had two big pits and uh, two cats. And then whenever we moved to Boston, we had to give them to my wife's mom. Um, so obviously, because we were just traveling so much. Uh, but they were all rescued, and that's what we we intend, like we intentionally planned on just rescuing animals throughout our whole entire life. But then obviously our lifestyle got chaotic. We were traveling so much, so we was like, "Damn, we can't travel with big dogs." Yeah, and that's when we had to we had to get Frenchies, and the Frenchies are crazy. Fun, <laughs> 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 they fun as hell. Uh, going. It's definitely a lot different than pits, but yeah, especially when I get a big yard, I'm definitely gonna definitely gotta go adopt a few more pits because that's my favorite dog probably. Um, and just like being able to rescue and just change their life, whether it be for two, three, four years, like however long you have them, like I feel right. like it's a special time. Yeah, hundred percent. The Frenchies are are different, man. Great stuff, Brevin. Really appreciate that, man. To end this, we got to talk about you're preparing for the draft. You're on the court. You know, you're going. You know, obviously, you're pushing your body to the limit. What are a couple songs that are getting you through a tough workout? What's in your mini playlist? mini playlist so if i got like five or six songs yeah four four of them are gonna be by little baby um probably off the new album i like i love i love little baby little baby is my favorite artist of all time like he's he'll go down as number one for me he's my goat so so you uh, you um you would have been in that canada state locker room you know go to lunch oh, yeah. Jewish, you, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know <laughs> clapping with coach yeah, every time I saw the video, I was just like, dang, man, that locker room looked turnt, man. That locker room was turnt. Because PJ Hall, man, PJ Hall plays some country music before the game sometimes. So so I was like, dang, he turned in that locker room. That's funny as hell. That's funny as yeah. hell. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yes, Little Baby is definitely by far my favorite artist. And then I'm a big Blueface guy. A lot of people give me hell for that, but I love Blueface. Blueface is different. He got a different flow to him. Uh, so yeah, I think those those are probably my two guys that'll be in my playlist. But anything little okay. baby, I'm definitely yeah. Okay. Well, hey man, we, we appreciate it. This has been uh, Brevin Galloway. Thank you so much for joining the podcast, man. Best of luck in the pre-draft process. Keep killing it on the deals. I'll see you on the big screen, and uh, we're grateful that you joined. Thank you, my guy. It was an honor. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed that, please subscribe on Spotify or give us a like or a follow on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. You know where to find us, at Athletes and Assets.